Hello and welcome to a spontaneous episode of A Dose of Inspiration. My name is Renee Novello and I have decided today to record this impromptu episode as I have been nudged through spirit telling me to put this out for a few days now. That's kind of how my process works. I have tried to adhere to scheduled episodes and just don't operate that way. I have to wait for my own hit or dose of inspiration to come through before I can turn on the microphone and drop in with everyone and feel like what is coming through will be in the highest and hopefully helpful uh, for you to receive. So we are now into September and I wanted to just kind of give a little, I don't know, small talk, maybe not small talk, maybe just a little update at the beginning here on, yeah, what is going on in this feeling like we are right on the cusp of a brand new season, a brand new segment of the year. One of my personal favorites is moving into this fall time where things start to cool off. And I happen to feel super inspired this time of year. It's been uh, a summer that has kind of surprised me in that I have been involved in doing so many different creative projects. There's been a lot of time for introspection that I was sharing on the previous episode where I was giving a little update. So I know some of you have seen some of the things that I've been personally working on over on Instagram. And now I feel like I'm actually deepening into some of those areas more and more and it's feeling really good part of the process that i'm noticing and experiencing myself is that i am consciously choosing to remind and guide myself from being in my head and being in my mental state of trying to figure things out trying to control outcomes all of that stuff, right? I definitely am predisposed to spending a lot of time trying to quote unquote, figure things out from my mind. And what I have been learning, and one of the things I wanted to talk about today is that I am learning how to lean into receptivity. And that is moving from your head into your heart. So I have some things to share on that. Maybe it'll be helpful for something that you're feeling like you're mentally trying to force or control. Perhaps there's a little bit of a constriction or struggle going on. And maybe some of the things I've absorbed and taken in and working with will be helpful. That would be, that'd be awesome. That's what we're here for. A little, little dose of inspiration to guide you and to help you on your way, on your path. So I thought I would actually do something a little bit spontaneous and fun at the beginning and give some further updates to a couple episodes that happened, I guess we'll call it last season, but when we were still under the name of Feel Good with Renee podcast, I had a few incredible guests and I got such good feedback and You guys are so supportive of every guest and I'm so grateful. I feel like there is a beautiful kindred spirits of of the community happening where we really are 
supporting and lifting each other up and getting each other. And one of those guests last year that made an impact on everyone or so many was uh, Carrie Kennedy. Carrie Kennedy is a pet psychic. And I had this aha moment happen. We, after we recorded, you know, into the summer when I started really, I'm going to say doing art. I feel a little bit of an imposter syndrome when I say that because a lot of what I've been doing is exploration of different mm, iPad art, really. Uh, some I have picked up some um, markers, some pencils, some inking, some things like that that I've been playing around with. And what I've observed in that was, oof, there's a lot that comes up when you start to go back into the creative spaces that you maybe spent time in as a child. And so I had some things come up with that and I, you know, been working and playing and just letting go and it's giving me really good material to work with for my own awareness of being self-critical, judging, imposter, all that, all that. But the point about Carrie that came through that was really interesting to me is that she did a reading and you can listen to this episode back, um, like I said, the previous season, but she did a reading with my cat and my cat, Luke, he is around all the time when I'm talking or recording. He's here right now. And she may mention that in that podcast of how much he likes to watch me create art. And I said, it took me back. And I said for in the moment, I said, um, I don't know. That's me. That may be my daughter. She's definitely creative and artistic and does all sorts of different projects. She's in a project-based learning school. So a lot of her work and her schoolwork is through creating and, and designing artistic creations. So I immediately wrote that off as, oh, she's probably referring to the cat. I mean, my daughter and the cat. And it wasn't until I realized that this summer when I've been spending time creating and doing art projects, that the cat was constantly watching me. And he was, he was my observer. He would sit right next to what I was doing and either watch what was being created, whether it was on the iPad or when I was using paper and you know different other mediums, he was so enthralled. And it dawned on me one day, I was like, I think that the cat and Carrie had this psychic moment where he let her know that he was going to be enjoying me in this new, I'm going to call it new, but rediscovery phase of my own desire for art and to create and to have the ability to um, move things through my hands. And it just, it, it made me feel so grateful and tingly in the moment that that was something that was brought up. And I was, that that tracked for exactly what was to come in the not so distant future at all. So shout out to Carrie and to Luke for having the premonition that I was going to be doing art. So I thought that was kind of fun. Just wanted to share that little kind of recap. Um, putting a putting a you know full circle moment out there. 
The other interesting thing I, I wanted to share with our previous guest, Fox Lantern, you guys know her, you have, many of you have had readings with her. She is local to here in Wilmington, but she does readings all over. Since we had her on the podcast, she did a full family reading. So I now have the soul animals of my entire family unit. And this was really special because she helped so much in just a brief session with some of the, I mean, predispositions and and tendencies that I have as my animal being a dolphin and my husband, we learned that his animal is an eagle, uh, actually a Philippine eagle to be specific. So this session that we had was really impactful. And it made me have such an appreciation for Fox's gifts, for her ability to help with communication, with seeing each other and seeing where we are coming from. Just having that insight that where I come from, where I am looking at things and my gifts, my natural tendencies, is very different than my partners. And she really helped us to see each other more clearly. And I was so grateful. I'd love to have Fox back on and to talk specifically about relationship dynamics with different animals. You can go back and listen to that episode as well. It is, I believe, called Animal Soul Reading, something like that, but Fox Lantern. I am in awe of you. I uh, would love to have her back on the podcast to share more about this. We also uh, did a reading for my son. He is a transient Pacific orca. And we had already known that Olivia is a North American flying squirrel. So I, (laughs) I was... I'm fascinated by this, by how our soul animals present, what they need, how they operate in their environments, and really, you know, the lessons that they're here to learn, some of the areas that they can get caught up on. It just, it was, it was such a profound experience. So again, shout out to Fox. If anyone is interested in understanding their soul animal, understanding the my animals in your house. It is a tool that I cannot recommend enough. I had no idea. I thought it was, you know, at first I was like, oh, this will be cool. Like I've always wanted, you know, I like to go into these uh, self-exploration areas of learning things that are different and unique. And I always thought that this would be, you know, interesting, but I had no idea how much of a profound effect. I mean, it was, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that it was uh, pretty much as helpful as any therapy, any um, talk therapy that we have done in the past really, really helped us to have an understanding. And I'd love to have her come back on and talk more about that, um, specific, so specific dynamics that happen within different animals within living in the same house. So just wanted to give a little follow-up on that. If there's any guest that you heard from last year, I'll call last year, last season, that you want to hear from again, I would love to know that. That would be so helpful. I know we're going to have Boho Beth back on. Beth, oh, you guys loved Beth. 
Beth is a sometimes comedian. She is incredibly grounding and funny at the same time. We're going to have her back on. So we have a few repeats coming up. If there's anyone that you heard that you'd like to go deeper with or have uh, questions for, that would just be so cool to know. So right now, maybe send me a little message and say, oh yeah, I was thinking I would love to hear more from X person. So I just want to give a little fun recap there of some things that have come full circle from the first season and where, you know, we're headed with having some repeat guests on. I personally feel like my solo episodes will come through, as I mentioned at the top here, from more spontaneous breakthroughs, more when I get information that I have to share that feels really relevant as opposed to trying to be overly structured and um, formatted with that to allow that to come through. So today I wanted to give you some insight into some of the ways that I have been slowing down and becoming more receptive and how, how that has been helpful and what I think it really has the power to do for you. This, this is taught from the time we're born that we have to go out and make things happen. We have to do, we have to do and do and keep doing or else. And it sets up our nervous system to be wired in a way that isn't the most healthy. It isn't going to allow for us to receive what is meant for us in in an organic way. And I know that this is kind of a layered conversation because there's so many reasons, so many different things baked in there. Comes from learning to trust ourselves, learning to trust that it's safe to relax, to slow down when so many, so many, myself included, have been given a lot of reinforcement mm, all of our life that we need to hurry up hurry up, hurry up, let's go. And I know myself, this is like now at the uh, vantage point that I'm at with my children. I know that when they were younger, that was a huge thing that I did. I said all the time, hurry up, let's go, let's go. And I'm, yeah, you just, you learn so much as you go along and you have to just give yourself grace and allow yourself just permission to not beat yourself up over some of the ways that you were. So here's the setup with this that I think is, that I wanted to bring to you today. Um, And this does tie back to one of the real ways that microdosing has allowed me to heal. So I, up until a few years ago, even to the point of extremes was very much forcing my way through achievement, through mm, goals, through trying. There was a lot of trying and trying and trying going on. And I think that a lot of that mindset and behavior set me up for burnout, which 
believe I've talked about before. I went through a massive burnout back, I don't know, was that six years ago? Something like that. There was a few other cofactors involved in that burnout, but primarily it was from me trying to force myself to keep up, to keep up, to keep going. And it's what I noticed and what I think happens is this fear. It is a con- it's a fear that we aren't safe to be receptive, that we aren't safe to slow down because, oh my gosh, I'm keeping all these balls in the air. Everyone is looking to me or, you know, I have so much responsibility or I have to keep going. And yes, all true and valid in its own way, in its own right. There is the opportunity that I want to talk about today to shift our observation, to shift into observation, to shift our perspective from that attachment to being busy that we actually, um, in that being busy, we are not trusting. We're not trusting that the universe has our back. We're not trusting that we will be taken care of. And there's a lot of, um, really hard things in there. There's hard emotions in there to deal with. Perhaps we've dealt with abandonment. We've dealt with struggle and needing to self-sustain ourselves all very very real and there's all this messaging about like i said taking action you gotta take action if you want results the action that i want i want to flip this a little bit and this could be something that you just you know decide that does not resonate with you and that's totally fine It could be something that you're like, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to hear that. And that's totally great permission to not listen or to just reject. I want to flip that on its head a little bit and allow you to think about this in a different way. So when we are feeling like we have to control in our mind, the outcome of something or else, or else you can fill in the blank or else there will be suffering of some degree. We can take action from that mental space. A lot of it, most people do all day long. Go, 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 grind, grind, grind. Think about the thing, do the thing. Think about the thing, do the thing. So what I'm inviting you today to do is to try on dropping from your head into your heart to slowing down just a bit throughout the day if this is something that is not familiar or perhaps you're very habitually doing the doing (laughs) doing the doing um is to allow yourself to invite in a little bit of a receptive state so this could be and this is what i would offer today is to invite you to do a simple practice of and often perhaps multiple times a day, or at least at the beginning and the end of the day to bookend your day, is to place your right, go ahead and put your hand on your heart. I'll do it with you. And you can close your eyes and start to drop 
your attention from the mind, from the gripping and the doing and the figuring out and the planning into your heart and start to slow down and take a few deep breaths. So if you're driving, obviously don't close your eyes. If you can, close your eyes. If you can't, just consider what this possibly could feel like and then try it on later. But bring your attention from your head into your heart. Be willing to consider that this slowdown will serve you in ways that you can't predict, that are more profound than you maybe expect. Receptivity, dropping into your heart, is key to allowing insights in and to be guided and allowing abundance to flow to you. We cannot receive when we are constricted, when we are closing our fists so tightly, obviously you cannot receive. And energetically in our heart, we can't receive if we are gripping and closed down. I do not pretend that this is necessarily a very clear cut and dry thing to fix. I know that this is patterns. This is deep. And this may be blocks that you have really um, solidly in place. It could be armor that you've carried your whole life. could be from other lives. It could lifetimes. It could be something that you're very attached to. So... This is an opportunity to just consider that you can feel, you can give yourself permission to feel safe as an adult, to allow in a coming home to yourself in a loving way. And this can start with just an observation if this is something that feels relevant. And it can start with just allowing in those deep breaths and the dropping out of the head into the heart. And this can be done in so many different ways, but just very simply with the breath can be done in a few seconds throughout the day, ideally. This, um, this speaks to how we can have that armor, that energetic block in our heart space and our heart chakra and how that can look like. So this, this is some of the ways this can show up as being overly critical, being shy, being anxious and just, just not comfortable receiving. Just, I mean, this could be showing up in compliments. People give you a compliment. It's like, Oh God, no, you know, like, Ooh, no, like constant deflection or not being able to receive what people are offering to you in that moment and feel feel okay about it. And this block can have a profound effect on our mental state. 
That's why it's so important. It can really affect our ability to execute on our dreams, on our visions, if we are blocked from receiving and from softening and slowing down and allowing, allowing life to come to us instead of chasing. Chasing comes from an energetic place of lack that we don't have what we need and we have to go get it. And I'm just inviting you to potentially consider that you can be safe and you can allow and receive life to come to you. All your wildest can come to you. You can soften. You are safe to relax in the moment. You are safe to allow breakthroughs to come to you. Starts with an awareness and being open to letting go of that control, that state. Ah, it's so scary. I know. I know. I am wired this way. I'm into allowing there to be some abundance, the possibility of abundance, I'll say. So one of the ways also that I've been playing with that's become just, again, organically, interestingly enough, uh, a part of this process is for me when I am creating something, when I'm playing and I'm being in this artistic vibration, I feel really fluid and receptive. However, (laughs) there can also be times where it feels like, what's the point? What's the outcome, Renee? You know, that voice inside my head starts chiming in pretty loudly that I am not like, what am I doing this for? And again, it's that attachment to some sort of outcome that if I'm not being productive, that it doesn't matter, that it's not really important either. And I'm challenging that within myself because it is important to be receptive. And this is where collectively we are moving is into our hearts. And it's so, so encouraging to see this playing out in subtle ways and bigger ways. This whole interest in plant medicine, for example, speaks to this. It is about letting go of that attachment so much to mental stuff and moving into these other softer, more, mm, little, you know, little like unpredictable places that we maybe in the past as a society were like, yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's not something that we're interested in doing. So we get to be open, as open as we want. We get to look at these different opportunities to, to, to bring in more receptivity, however you feel comfortable doing that. So today I just wanted to to come on and talk specifically about that with you for a few minutes, little 
mini, mini dose of a podcast here to give you something that perhaps could be tangible for you to take into your life right now to help you to drop in to your heart and to let go of some of that tension and pressure and stress that is in the mental space. So go ahead and bring this to a close for today for this episode. Thank you for being here and listening and being a part of my life. I feel you vibrationally that you are out there and that this is something that you are getting value out of and is helping you with your own breakthroughs. Please reach out. Let me know if you'd like to hear from any guests that we had last time, last season. Let me know if there's any topics that you're interested in, anything like that, that we can go deeper into together. And until next time, I'm sending you a big warm hug and I hope that you are well and that you are continuing to expand and to be inspired.